If you're innovating, creating, or making a difference, this show is for you. Welcome to Over Coffee. I'm Dot Cannon. Here on Over Coffee, we talk with artists and innovators about the process of changing the world in terms of what they do. There's a presence at the church that threatens the player and says, in essence, you should stop. I love Halloween, I love scary things, and every year for my birthday it was, how many haunted houses can we go to for my birthday? Say you're my victim, and I'm gonna scare you, and I mean that in the nicest way, of course. Halloween 2021 may be over, but a lot of us are still fans of a good scare. Whether we're talking about gaming, creating an experience, or simply telling ghost stories around the fire, what is the process and the psychology behind a great horror experience? Here are three talented creatives who can answer that question. You receive a call over the radio that there has been a ritual murder at a local church. Filmmaker Douglas Neighbors is the founder and CEO of Los Angeles-based virtual reality publisher, Fun Train VR. In 2017, Fun Train released their first title, based on one of the scariest classic horror movies of all time. So you, your character, following sort of the storyline of The Exorcist 3, the film, you start off as a homicide police detective in the Boston Homicide Police Department. The Exorcist Legion VR is Fun Train's five-chapter episodic experience, and it's garnered rave reviews. And you receive a call over the radio that there has been a ritual murder at a local church. So just like any other normal homicide detective, you head on over there to the church. Once you arrive at the scene, you find it's already sort of been laid out with evidence markers, et cetera, for you to sort of do your investigation as to what might have gone down. And you come upon a priest who was sort of brutally murdered in his own confession booth. So basically you start putting pieces together as to what might have happened to this man. Going into his back office, you discover a variety of clues and backstory and information, which basically tells you that this priest, in addition to just being the priest of this parish, he was also a researcher into the supernatural and the paranormal, and he was on the trail of what he believed to be the resurgence of this demonic presence that had risen up again in the greater Boston area. In your role as a homicide detective, you start searching for clues the victim may have left. He also had been collecting a variety of sort of arcane or exorcism tools, so to speak, that he was completely doing on his own. You know, he was kind of a rogue agent from the Vatican. He was, you know, nobody would really take him seriously, but he was doing this on his own because he found it was important. And you essentially take up his, you follow the sort of the breadcrumbs that he has laid out for you throughout the five chapters. Not surprisingly, as you begin that investigation, you're going to find your efforts are not encouraged. So at the end of chapter one, you're collecting these items and you're doing your investigation. There's a presence at the church, and I won't ruin this for your listeners, but there's a presence at the church that threatens the player and sort of wards them off and says, in essence, you should stop. Of course, in the tradition of horror entertainment, the warning gets ignored. So here with chapter two, chapter three, chapter four, chapter five, you're on the trail of this larger force 
And all the while, along the way, there are several entities in your way as you march towards our Chapter 5 climax. And here is the hallmark of a great horror experience. In the course of doing this, was there any one moment that scared the daylights out of you or your crew, even though you knew it was coming? Oh, sure. Even now that we all on the team over here have, we've probably done Chapter 2 with all of our alpha and beta testing, and we've probably done it 50, 60 times, right? And all the variations of exploring every nook and cranny of that chapter. But there's still one moment that if I'm not prepared for it well in advance, I scream. And it's amazing to do something 50 or 60 times and still, if I let my guard down for one moment and I forget for just a moment that this story beat is coming, I literally, I mean, I I do a little yelp, you know, like, and it's kind of embarrassing, especially when I'm, you know, when other people are around. Anyone else who's around may understand very easily what the screaming's about. The Exorcist Legion VR has now added mixed reality support. Not to be confused with extended reality, users who are able to produce mixed reality content can now juxtapose their real-world environment with the game's virtual one and record their gameplay. In other words, if you're playing and friends and family are around, they can see what you're experiencing as you record it. It's likely to scare the daylights out of them, too. Meanwhile, Fun Train VR keeps upgrading current titles and introducing new ones. The Exorcist will, and all of our Fun Train products will, though, evolve and are designed to evolve as the technology evolves because we know that it's constantly changing. In fact, Fun Train has just announced the release of Twilight Zone VR coming in 2022. No specific release date as of yet, but you can follow on twilightzonevr.com for more information. And Douglas says there's also another big announcement coming. I'll tell you more as soon as I can. And here's where to get more information about the Exorcist Legion VR. Either at the Fun Train website, which is funtrainvr.com, or they can go to the actual experience website, which is exorcistlegion.com. Funtrainvr.com? ExorcistLegion.com. And of course, this was a hit movie in the 1970s that scared the daylights out of everybody. So we maybe should add a little disclaimer. This is probably not for the faint of heart. And it's almost certainly not for very small children, but it is brilliantly done. I've seen this online. It's pretty amazing. You and I have been listening to Douglas Neighbors, founder and CEO of Los Angeles-based immersive media company, Fun Train VR. Find out more about the Exorcist Legion VR at FunTrainVR.com or at exorcistlegion.com. One more time, that is funtrainvr.com or exorcistlegion.com. And I was like, wait a minute, it used to be a boo scare maze and theme parks, and then it branched off into an entire world. And I was like, you know what? I really want to capture this. I want to tell these stories. A common denominator, which the Exorcist Legion VR shares with all the other best horror experiences, great storytelling. And that is also at the very core of what filmmaker and Brain Factory co-owner John Schnitzer has done with his documentary, Haunters, the Art of the Scare. And as I kept filming and I kept noticing more and more extreme ones, I was like, okay, I want to tell the story of how haunted houses for Halloween spawned a subculture of full contact terror simulations. In Haunters, which debuted in 2017, John takes viewers where we haven't been before, inside the world of haunt professionals. 
I love that you also explored who are these people when they're not haunting. I love that you explored what does haunting do to the relationships. What was the hardest part to get as far as getting people to talk to you about these things? The hardest part to get people to talk to me on camera? You know, doing a documentary like this, you have to develop a relationship with people. And there has to be trust. I promised everyone that however you are in real life, that is what I'm capturing. That's what I want in this movie. And that's hard to do. Because there's a lot of times you just go, oh, let's just go with this. It's sensational, it's crazy. But it's not true. It has to go. Because if someone's allowing me into their life, into their home to film them, I want them to be able to go for better or for worse, that's exactly who I am. John funded his documentary through Kickstarter, and he says a huge budget is not a necessity for creating something compelling. You gotta be a great storyteller, and you gotta enjoy puzzles. Because that's what it is. It's like, okay, this is my resources. How do I put all this together to have an intriguing story and an experience? And that's true whether you're creating a documentary which wound up getting top reviews as Haunters the Art of the Scare did, or perhaps a haunt experience of your own in a future Halloween or fundraising situation. The thing about haunting is it's all about your use of space and your imagination. If you have no space and no props and no costumes, you can make a great haunt because it depends on what you do with it. Look what Blackout did. They didn't have, their, I'll give you a taste of their origin story. They didn't have enough money to have props, costumes, or lighting. So they did it in complete darkness and used garbage bags as the walls and they said they're gonna have their actors naked grabbing you. Well, what's more frightening? It's, it's not even a mask. It's a naked person coming after you and when you look at a naked person, what do you go, that's real. This is real, this is... And they, they were terrifying people. I've gone to haunts before. I went to this one guy's haunt that he did in the lobby of the building he worked in. Put up some garbage bags, had a strobe light. It was so simple and it was so scary. It's about using those resources, using your limitations to create something that feels like it's limitless. And that's the whole fun of it. You and I have been listening to filmmaker John Schnitzer, co-owner of Los Angeles-based immersive entertainment company, The Brain Factory. John is the producer and director of the documentary, Haunters, the Art of the Scare. You'll find Haunters the Art of the Scare on Amazon and take a look at the Brain Factory's website for John's latest projects, thebrainfactory.com. That's thebrainfactory.com. You're going to look at me, our eyes are going to connect. You're going to see me as my monster and then I'm going to make a move or an attack or do something to you. Now, whether you're creating a haunting experience or telling a ghost story around a campfire, there's something to keep in mind. The psychology behind the art. Legendary haunter Char Mayer knows the best ways to put that psychology into practice. Char's four-decade career has included work in film and television, as well as casting and training actors for Fullerton Extreme Haunt The 17th Door. She has also served as an education specialist for Not Scary Farm and taught horror makeup workshops. Char loves to scare people. You made a really interesting statement in Haunters. You said scaring somebody is like a little mini relationship. Why? It absolutely is. Because say you're my victim 
and I'm going to scare you. And I mean that in the nicest way, of course. The moment I'm in your sight, the moment I come up, I creep on you, I might touch you gently, depending on where I am, some places you can't touch. Right away there, you're going to look at me, our eyes are going to connect. You're going to see me as my monster. And then I'm going to make a move or an attack or do something to you. Or just seeing me where I'm not there, where you think... Maybe you're walking with somebody else and I'll slide in between the other person. And then you'll think, oh, that's my friend who came with me. And you turn to look at them and there I am. And that kind of, (gasps) they connect with you, you connect with them. And you feel that adrenaline thing that everybody shares when you do something like that. And that's why I always say there's like a connection that you make. Char shared her technique. If you build up your scare, it's so much better. I want to start where I'll get a startle from someone. We'll make the eye connection, and then I'll start creeping on them and getting in closer, and then I'll go fast again. So it's a change of speed. That's always good, always a good scare technique. But it's the idea that you don't want to just go blah into their their face. That No one is scared by that. And Char says, another thing to keep in mind, limits. I said this in the movie Haunters. I don't like to scare people if that's not what they want. You know, and if they're done, I always tell my kids this too, all my haunt kids. When they're done, they're done. You'll know when somebody had enough. You know, there's no reason to push people over the edge to the point where they're psychotic. You want to get your scare, you want to give it to them as much as they can take. And then as a professional, we have to know when enough is enough and where's the line. Because you want that person at the end coming out going, oh, that was so scary. Oh, I loved it. And there's a line that you can cross where you, you're not giving the people their respect. And, you know, I want you to scream. I want you to cry. But I'm going to respect you as a human. If you had enough, and we usually know, and again, that comes with experience. When you have enough, enough is enough. You know, I'm not into torturing people. I just want them to scream and be scared. You and I have been listening to legendary haunter Char Mayer. Find out more about her work at her website, charmayer.com. That's charmayer.com. She spells her name S-H-A-R-M-A-Y-E-R. You can also follow her on Instagram. She has some scary good projects coming up. And that concludes this edition of Over Coffee. Thank you for listening. Listen to more Over Coffee podcasts at twomavericks.com. That's two, P-W-O, Mavericks, M-A-V-E-R-I-X. And you can contact us at twomavericks at gmail.com. The music you're hearing is royalty-free production music from Pond5 at pond5.com. I'm Dot Cannon. Here's wishing you a cappuccino day.